Family of Grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. Today's Wonder Chapter is from Nehemiah Chapter 13. And as you know, start off with a word of prayer, Almighty Living God. One, thank you for this wonderful day. One, thank you for the gift of life. One, thank you for the gift of provision. One, thank you for always being there for us, Father. What we have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words, what we have done, what we have failed to do, Father. May you forgive us. May you continue protecting us. May you continue showing us. Your ways, Father, make you sing us the plans that you have for us, Father, make you blessing us. Bless all those who are around us, Father, bless our jobs, all everything that we do, Father, may you bless the work of our hands as well. All those who are sick, Father, all those who are in distress, we pray that may you have mercy on them and may you guide them and bless them in everything that they do. We pray this believing and trusting in your mighty name, that of your son Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen. Nehemiah's final reform. On that day, the book of Moses was read aloud in the hearing of the people, and it was found there written that no Ammonite or Moabite should ever be admitted in the assembly of God, because they had not met the Israelites with food and water, but had hired Balaam to call a curse down on them. Our God, however, turned that curse into blessing. When the people had this law, they excluded from Israel all those who were of foreign descent. Before these Eliashab the priest had been put in charge of the storerooms of the house of God. He was closely associated with Tobith, and he had provided him with a large room formerly used to store the grain offerings and incense and the temple articles, and also the tithe of grain, near wine, olive oil prescribed for the Levites, musicians, and gatekeepers, as well as contributions for the priest. But while all this was going on, I was not in Jerusalem, for in the 32nd year of Artaxerxes, king of Babylon, I had returned to the king. Some time later, I asked his permission, and I came back to Jerusalem, where I leaned I learned about the evil thing that Eliashib had done in providing Tobiath a room in the courtyards of the house of the Lord. I was greatly displeased and threw all Tobiath's household goods out of the room. I gave orders to purify the room and then put back into them equipment of the house of God, of the grain offerings and the incense. I also learned that portions assigned to the Levites had not been given to them, and that all the Levites and musicians responsible for the service had gone back to their own fields. So I rebuked the officials and asked them, why is the house of God neglected? Then I called together and stationed them at the posts. All Judah brought their tithe of grain, new wine, and olive oil into the storerooms. I put Shelmia, the priest, Zadok, the scribe, and a Levite named Pededia in charge of the storerooms, and made Hanan, son of Zakur, the son of Metathenia, their assistant. Because they were considered trustworthy, they were made responsible for distributing the supplies of their fellow Levites. In those days, I saw people in Judah trading wine presses on the Sabbath and bringing in grain and loading it on donkeys, together with wine, grapes, figs, and all other kinds of load, and they were bringing all this into Jerusalem on the Sabbath. Therefore, I warned them against selling food on that day. People from Tyre who lived in Jerusalem were bringing in fish and all kinds of merchandise and selling them in Jerusalem on the Sabbath to the people of Judah. I rebuke the nobles of Judah and say to them, What is this wicked thing you are doing, desecrating the Sabbath day? Didn't your ancestors do the same? So that our God brought all this calamity on us and on the city. Now you are stirring up more wrath against Israel by, discre- by desecrating the Sabbath. 
while evening shadows fell on the gates of Jerusalem before the Sabbath, I ordered the doors to be shut and not opened until the Sabbath was over. I stationed some of my own men at the gate so that no Lord could be brought in on the Sabbath day. Once or twice the merchants and sellers of all kinds of goods spent the night outside Jerusalem. But I warned them, I said, why do you spend the night by the wall? If you do this again, I will arrest you. From that time on, they no longer came on the Sabbath. Then I commanded the Levites to purify themselves and go and guard the gates in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. Remember me for this also, my God, and show to me mercy according to your great love. Moreover, in those days, I saw the men of Judah who had married women from Ashdod, Amnon and Moab. Half of their children spoke the language of Ashdod or the language of one of the other people and did not know how to speak the language of Judah. I rebuked them and called castes down on them. I beat some of the men and pulled out their hair. I made them take an oath in God's name. You are not to give your daughters in marriage to their sons, nor are you to take their daughters in marriage for your sons or for your souls. Was it not because of these marriages like these that King Solomon of Israel sinned? Among the many nations, there were no king like him. He was loved by the Lord, and God made him king over all Israel, but even when he was led into sin by foreign women. Must we hear now that you too are doing all this terrible wickedness and being unfaithful to our God by marrying foreign women? One of the sons of Joy, the son of Elishib, the high priest was son-in-law to Sanballat the Horonite, and I drove him away from me. Remember them, my Lord, because they defiled the priestly office and the covenant of priesthood of the Levites. And so I purified the priests and the Levites of everything foreign and assigned them tasks, each of them an own task. I also made provision for contributions of food at designated times and the first fruits. Remember me with favor, O Lord. And this is where our wonder chapter 4 today ends. I just have two things that I want us to pick from today's wonder chapter. The first one comes from verse 11. And what does verse 11 say? Verse 11 says, So I rebuked the officials and asked them, Why is the house of God neglected? Then I called them together and stationed them at their post. Amen. Today we are hearing in the Bible how people were abusing the temple of the Lord. Amen. Some were even working on Sabbath. They were selling their merchandise and produce on Sabbath. Yet we all knew the instructions that were given in the book of law of Moses. And today, Nehemiah was asking, why is the house of God being neglected? And that's the same question that I'm asking you. Why are you neglecting the house of the Lord? And that's a question that only you can answer. But sometimes I've found out that people neglect the house of God, one, because of selfishness. Amen? You want everything. You want to succeed I don't know, you want to profit in everything. You want, you don't care about others. You only care about yourself. That's when you are a, doc, a doctor, you're not even caring about your patients, the life of your patients, but you're just caring about the money that you bring. At the end of the day, you are destroying the Lord's temple. Amen? You are neglecting the temple of the Lord. You are a student and you want to pass 
and excel. So what do you start doing? You start being unfaithful to him. You start being unfaithful to the Lord and you start cheating. You start getting caught in all acts of malpractice. Because of your selfishness, you are neglecting the temple of the Lord. You want to, to be a child of the world. You want to serve the world more than serving the Lord. Because right now, serving the world, you know, I want to go on holiday every time and then. I want to be drunk now every now and then. I want to have time. I don't want to waste my time. I want to spend them on enjoyments every day. And then, then you end up forgetting about the Lord. You want to sleep in bars from Friday to Saturday and you expect yourself to be sober on Sunday to go to church. You are neglecting the temple of the Lord. Why? Because of your selfishness. There are so many reasons why we neglect the house of the Lord. And trust me, we be indirectly neglecting blessings, but we do not know. If you want all the blessings that, I don't know, that you can ever think of, you'll find them in the temple of the Lord. And you yourself, you are a temple of the Lord. So when you disorganize your relationship with the Lord, your vertical relationship with the Lord, you are disorganizing your channel of blessings, organizing all forms of blessings. You see, the Lord, the temple of the Lord is where our blessings come from. It's where like everything we need. He's our answer. He's our refuge. He's our rock. But when we neglect it, it's like we're saying, you know what, God, I can do this on my own. And let me tell you, you can't. That's the truth of the matter. You can't do it on your own. You need the Lord with you. And that's when you go to verse 13. I put Shelemiah the priest, Zadok the scribe, and a Levite named Bedadi in charge of the storerooms, and made Hanan son of Zakur, the son of Matania, their assistant, because they were considered trustworthy. They were made responsible for distributing the supplies to their fellow Levites. Because they were considered trustworthy. Amen. If you sit down and reflect and you live in the direction that God wants to give you, He's going to elevate you. And one of the principles of Christianity is being trustworthy. Are you trustworthy? When you look at yourself, do you trust yourself? Or you are among the groups of people that even when you're given a small office, you want to exploit it to the maximum and at the end of the day, it's not successful. The Bible today tells us that these people were chosen. Why? Because they were trustworthy. Because they sowed a seed of honesty. Amen? And if you continue building this same virtue in yourself, you'll see the Lord elevate you from one office to another. See, sometimes what stops our blessing, what stops our promotions, even our jobs, it's because we're not trustworthy. And the Lord will be like, you know what? I'll put you in that same level. I'll maintain you in that same place. That not until you learn to be trustworthy, then I will elevate you to the next point. Sometimes it's us that withhold, who withhold rather what the Lord has in store for us because of the evil practices that we put. Today the Bible is telling you, Master, let's start by being trustworthy. We have started being faithful. Now let's start by being trustworthy and we see how the Lord will work miracles on us. 
is the word I had for you. Get some time with Nehemiah chapter 13. What do you get? What do you understand? Feel free to write to us, Daily Grace with Alan at yahoo.com. Send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter, Daily Grace with Alan. We really love to hear from you. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty loving good one, thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of life and thank you for the gift of provision. Friend, thank you for always being there for us. Father, where we have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words, what we have done and what we have failed to do. Father, may you please forgive us. May you and your Holy Spirit to come and guide us and be there for us in everything that we do. We pray this believing and trusting in your mighty name. Let of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.